This is Infertile Millennial, a podcast where we chat all things infertility, IVF, and surviving your fertility journey. I'm Emily Orlando, reminding you that you're not alone. Let's chat fertility. So today we're going to be talking about things you should never say to somebody who's going through infertility, who are going through infertility treatments, things like that. So make sure to grab a drink because this is going to be a really fun and interesting video. I actually had a lot of you message me on Instagram some of the crazy things people have said to you while you were trying to conceive or going through fertility treatments or after having miscarriages, crazy enough. So make sure to grab a drink. I've got my handy iced coffee here. Make sure to stick around to the end of the video because I'm gonna actually be sharing the crazy things that people said to me while I was going through my fertility journey. So you don't wanna miss those. There is a crazy story that actually happened at my fertility office. So yeah, um, stick around for that. All right, so I am going to get started. I asked a bunch of you on Instagram what is the dumbest thing someone has said to you during your fertility journey, whether it was while you're trying to conceive or during fertility treatments or after having lost a child. And I was blown away, first of all, by the responses that so many of you sent out. If you guys want to be a part of future videos or answer questions about fertility and stuff, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Emily Orlando. It's E-M-I-L-Y-Y Orlando, like Florida. And that way you can kind of get in on this and maybe next time if I do a video like this, you can also be a part of it. So we're gonna get started with some of the things you guys have said and I'm deciding I might put it up on the screen what the person said, um, but maybe blur out their names because I didn't ask if I could share their names on there, but maybe I can't. So my question was a stories question and it says, tell me what is the dumbest thing someone said to you while you were trying to conceive? So this is from a girl who I'm, I actually started to talk with a lot once I shared my journey and I cannot believe someone said this to her but they had said to her to have sex between 3 and 4 a.m. that is the magical time that you get pregnant at. I don't think that's true and if it was there would not be thousands of fertility doctors out there who I just you know, it just seems like a dumb piece of advice. If someone actually got pregnant from doing it, it's not because they got pregnant doing it between 3 and 4 a.m., but okay. Uh, the next response someone said was, take a vacation, you'll come back pregnant. Again, I'm pretty sure that taking a vacation is not the reason that they got pregnant. I don't really think. It's also not true that stress is causing you not to get pregnant, by the way. Um... That's really not actually true. It's kind of a myth. Um, stress also doesn't cause miscarriages either, so I just wanna put that out there, but uh, no, taking a vacation, that's not solid advice. And again, if someone who gave that got pregnant on a vacation, that is not the reason <laughs> that they got pregnant. Um, okay, so next question is relax, it will happen. I can't tell you how many people have said that to me. That's just false. If there's something wrong, then there's something wrong. Relaxing is not gonna change the fact that somebody's reproductive organs don't work the way that they should. <laughs> That's not gonna call, like cure it. I, I don't know, guys. <laughs> But yes, relax, it'll happen. Huge, huge, huge thing. That's so easy. It's always the person who got pregnant easily and quickly and whenever they want it is the one to say, relax, it'll happen. Like, no, not for me. <laughs> Everything happens for a reason. I hate, 
hate when people say that. That is such toxic positivity. If you don't know what toxic positivity is, I'm gonna put a definition down below in the description box because toxic positivity is just so harmful. Um, everything happens for a reason. That's a really horrible thing to say. Like that's basically saying like, well, maybe you're not meant to be a mom. It's like, okay, thanks. Uh, all right. Everything happens for a reason. It's toxic positivity. I know you're trying to be helpful and you're trying to like, you don't know what to say to someone. Let me give you guys a tip of advice. If you don't know what to say to somebody who's going through infertility or you yourself are going through infertility and you're not sure what you should tell people to tell you, if you don't know what to say to someone, just say, I know I don't understand, but I'm here to talk whenever. Actually, scratch that. I know I don't understand, but I'm here to listen whenever. Sometimes when people are going through fertility issues, they're not looking for advice, especially from somebody who's never been through it. And I don't mean that to come off mean, but like I can't take advice from somebody who's never walked in those shoes before. So it's really hard to listen to those tips of advice. Just saying. Again, remember, if you don't know what to say, all you have to say is, I know I don't understand, but I'm here to listen whenever. It's really simple, it's heartfelt, you mean it. It isn't toxic positivity, it's honest, so. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, this one I remember when I read it, I could not believe someone said this to them. So when I asked the question, what's the dumbest thing anyone's ever said to you during your fertility journey or the fact that they knew you were struggling to get pregnant, somebody literally said to this girl, all I have to do is look at my wife and she gets pregnant. You know what that reminds me of? <laughs> like bridesmaids, like, you do, you do. Okay, it's so insensitive. You did not need to say it. I know you're trying to be funny, but this is actually a very serious topic. And it's just so disrespectful and ignorant to say something like that. So don't say things like that. I know you're trying to be funny, but it's so rude. Okay, next question. So here's the other thing that I feel like we deal with when we're going through fertility issues is once you've talked about the fact that you're going through fertility issues, everyone seems to have a PhD and be very well educated on infertility. They seem to know it all. This person says, someone said to them, birth control caused your problem. Okay, so how does that factor in for the people who have male factor infertility? That can't, that's not, that's just a really uneducated answer to me and um, we're moving on because, come on. Somebody said, someone told me to buck up. Thanks. <laughs> you know, like, what is that? So insensitive. At least during the journey and while you're going through things, you just can't have negative voices when you're already going through such an emotional, emotionally and physically draining time in your life. That is not the person that you want to get advice from or probably talk about your journey at all. So I probably wouldn't talk to that person about my journey. <laughs> Again, a just stop worrying, it'll happen. How do you know that, Carol? Like, how do you know it's gonna happen? It's, you don't know. And that's again why you should just say, I'm really sorry, I know I don't understand, I'm here for you. Easy, easy, easy answer. Okay, let's go to the next page. Oh man, okay. Another, just don't think about it, it'll happen. Oh my gosh. First of all, don't tell someone going through fertility treatments to not think about it because if you've never been through it, it's all you can think about because you don't have a choice because you have to do all this medication every day. It's on your mind for months. Just don't think about it. 
that's not an answer, that's not an option for people. And I'm sure if you were told that about something you were worrying about, you wouldn't feel the same. So, I don't know. Oh, okay, this girl. So she said the all of the at least comments. At least you know you can get pregnant. So she's probably referencing to the fact that she lost a pregnancy, which is a very difficult thing. And again, the at least comments, I want to bring up the toxic positivity. Saying at least you know you can get pregnant is like going to a funeral and somebody lost their child and you say, at least you still have your other child. That's like not validating their loss. It's saying like your grief is invalid and at least you can try again. It's still gonna be a loss. And I, I guarantee you any person who's gone through a miscarriage will tell you that whether they did or did not get pregnant, they always think about that baby they lost. And so I just think it's so insensitive and it's toxic positivity and it's not okay. And again, if you find out somebody had a miscarriage, a really great thing to say to them is, I know I don't understand, but I'm here for you. Or even if you have been through a miscarriage and they have gone through a miscarriage as well, you can say, I understand what you're going through and I'm here to talk. And that's all. That's all you have to do. And that's really a nice thing to say. So moving on. So the next person says, you're still young. You have your whole life for kids. Just keep trying the normal way. This really grinds my gears because the thing about infertility is while it is more common to have fertility issues when you're older, infertility does not discriminate in your age. A lot of people were surprised that my husband and I had issues at such a young age. If you guys are new to my fertility journey, I'm 26 years old. I've already done two rounds of IVF. My husband's 26 years old and we struggle with male factor infertility. And I also was diagnosed with endometriosis while I was going through IVF. So I'm also gonna link all of my IVF journey videos down below. If you haven't seen all that stuff, get caught up, come back to this video, whatever, however you wanna do it. But saying you're still young, you have time, um, is, is a really bad piece of advice because when you go through fertility treatments, it's actually best to be young. You have a much higher chance at getting pregnant because obviously everything is very fixed. They can make sure to get as many eggs out of you, a good sperm sample, put them all together, make as many embryos as possible when you're younger and then you can freeze them and you have them forever. And if somebody were to ever tell you, oh, just relax, even though you've been trying for over two years and you still have nothing, I don't think you should keep doing it the normal way. Now, I'm not a doctor, but I've done a lot of research and I've been through this and I can tell you that even my doctor would say the same thing. If you're having these issues, now is the best time because it's only gonna go downhill from here. So that is a horrible piece of advice. And again, age doesn't matter. I wanna like put it out there. Age doesn't matter. If you have issues, you have issues. They're not gonna get better. Like most of the time, if you have very serious fertility issues, they're not often gonna get better. They're only gonna get worse. So don't keep trying the normal way just because you're young. That just, it's a bad piece of advice to me. Oh, okay. And then, so same girl, she actually said, somebody had said to her, yeah, I know what you mean. And I know how you feel. It took us three months to get pregnant. Three months is not infertility. <laughs> Two years is a sign of infertility or something is wrong. Even one year, um, on average, most couples get pregnant, but it's really that two-year mark that nothing's happened and you've been trying naturally for two years. That is when you should be slightly concerned. So whenever I see people say, ah, I know what you mean, we tried for eight months. I understand how it feels to like, to have that disappointment for eight months. Month after month, you're trying and it's still negative and negative and negative. And I'm not invalidating how you felt upset, 
but that's not infertility and you more than likely you weren't diagnosed with anything super serious and if you oh, three months that's not long that's so short even when I hear people have been trying for a year I'm like it can still happen, you know, after a year, like it can still happen. It just, yeah. At that two year mark is when I'm like, okay, there's probably uh, something going on. So, <sighs> okay. Same girl. Another thing she said, it's because you're too focused on it. It's bad luck. How are you supposed to try to have a baby and not be focused on having a baby? Like it's not that easy for a lot of people. I've actually found like, it's really hard to get pregnant. You have a very small chance every month to get pregnant naturally. You only have like a 20% chance and you only have a few days in a month. So like if you're not focusing on it, odds are you might miss it. And I don't know. I don't like those, like don't think about it. Like you guys already know, I've already said it enough in this video, but uh, another girl, same thing, just relax, it'll happen. You're too stressed, stop thinking about it. Bad advice guys, I hate it. It's like, I know you're just trying to be nice, but it's just a horrible thing to say to people. Okay, so the next one that someone said was maybe it's not in God's plan to have you become a mother. I don't know whose job it is to tell you that you can't become a mom, but it sure isn't a distant cousin or an aunt or something to tell you it's not your journey. Your journey can be whatever you want it to be and you can try as long as you want it to be, but I think that's, again, so insensitive. And I know some people try to be super realistic about this thing, this type of thing and like, you know, tell them like, well, you know, maybe it won't happen. It's like, but they've probably already thought about that themselves. And I just find it like so rude. And it breaks my heart that someone ever said that I've been pretty lucky. And the things people have said to me, I will share mine at the end of the video. Um, so if you, if you guys want to wait till the end of the video, I am going to share some of my things that people have said to me and but I don't think I've ever had someone say something so cold-hearted than that. Uh, so the next thing someone says was actually an invasive question where you talk about the fact that you're going through fertility treatments and somebody gets really, really nosy and they want to know, well, is it him? Is it you? And I don't think you should push people to ask them what's going on because it might be like one partner or the other doesn't want to talk about it. I made sure before making my videos to ask my husband and sharing our story that it was okay that I talked about the fact that like what each of us are going through because I think it's only fair. It's your journey together, not just like one person's journey, unless you are doing it alone, um, which props to you. This is a very hard thing to go through alone, but yeah, I don't think it's really anyone's business people being nosy like unless you're gonna like tell them on your own what's going on I just don't think it's like your business okay so the next person said someone said to them just adopt or you'll still wait just adopt or you're still young so stop worrying so basically they're saying people have either said you're still young stop worrying which ugh, I hate that the thing is like some people don't want to adopt and that's completely okay um, some people want to experience growing a baby inside of them, first kicks, giving birth, having a baby shower, you know, having a first birthday. Well, that doesn't really <laughs> involve being pregnant, but you get what I mean. Like they want to enjoy that. And if they can't have that, then they just don't want to have kids. And that's completely fine. So telling someone just adopt, like it's not really your business <laughs> to say just adopt. Um, someone said that the worst thing someone said to them maybe have been passive or whatever, but it says if they were pregnant, having a pregnant woman complaining about not being able to drink. I, I hear you. Um, I've been trying to be better about this, but hearing people complain about their children or being pregnant, um, it feels a little bit ungrateful. I've been trying to practice gratitude a lot ever since having a miscarriage, and I highly recommend everyone tries it because, you know, you, you see these people complain like, oh, if I have 
if I have one more boy, I'm gonna lose it, I'm gonna give it back. And it's just so insensitive and I don't expect people to live their lives based on the fact that other people are suffering because if we all did that, there'd be many, many, many things we all couldn't do. So I understand that, but it is, I understand, it is annoying to see like people complaining about having all of the same gender of kids or having, you know, not being able to drink while they're pregnant. Like, it's okay, it's only gonna be nine months, you guys, you can do it. But uh, yeah, I hate that too. It kind of, it bothers me. It's like, Okay, especially if you're saying it in front of someone who you know is struggling, that is when I think it's not okay. Somebody said, someone told me it's just not my time. Again, who are you to tell anyone it's not their time? <laughs> I think, again, that's just people trying to be nicer. They don't know what to say, but again, it's insensitive and I hate that. So somebody said, why so impatient? Just wait another month after hearing we got postponed for another seven months. So one thing you may not know about fertility treatments is sometimes they can get postponed and when you've already waited so many months to try naturally and it hasn't gotten pregnant and you've finally gotten to a specialist who's going to help you get pregnant, it is so heartbreaking when you have to wait longer to do your treatment because we all just want to get there. It takes so much time, so much energy, money, emotions, everything. And to be told, oh, you have to postpone it, it is heartbreaking. And so for someone to say that, especially if they haven't gone through it before, to me, it's just so insensitive. If you don't know what it's like, you don't have a say. I don't want to hear what your opinion is. I'm sorry, but it is a really difficult thing to go through and to be put on hold. We got put on hold during our third or our second transfer, and that was really difficult. So I feel you on that. Um, somebody said to them that they had told their aunt that they were going to do IVF, and immediately her aunt said, well, you know, it doesn't always work. And true, but that's not really a supportive response when you're going through fertility issues and all of that. It's really helpful to surround yourself with supportive people because it is a really difficult time. And so for someone to just be like, well, you know, it won't work. It's really rude. And, um, I don't know, it kind of breaks my heart that someone would say that to someone. So, okay. So now that I've shared with you guys, some of the crazy things that other people have had said to them, I wanted to share some of my stories. So the most important one that I want to share is one that I could not believe happened to me, but again, I feel like people just don't have a filter. So yeah. So this story actually happened right after I had my miscarriage. And, um, I do want to do a video someday about things you can expect when you have a miscarriage after IVF, but we'll get to that at a different time. So I was going to my office to get my blood taken to be sure that I had completely miscarried and there was nothing left because a lot of the time, if it's early enough, you won't have to do any kind of like surgery or anything to get it out. It should just naturally pass. So I went into the doctor's office. I was really dreading it because obviously this was going to be my last time there and they were just going to be saying like, okay, yes, you're good to go. It's out. And that would be like closing the book on that pregnancy. So it was a really emotional day for me. I didn't want to go, but I knew I had to do it eventually so that they could say you're finished with IVF. Um, so I got to the office and there was another lady there waiting to get in because we got there early. No one was there and they had to unlock the door. So it was just her and I in the office. So another patient and, um, we are obviously both there for blood draws. They do blood draws in the mornings. So we both knew like, yeah, you're here for a blood draw. So I was sitting across the room from her and the nurse left the room and she turns to me super giddy and excited. And she was like, are you here to get your pregnancy test taken too? 
And I was just like, no. I wanted to say, no, I'm here because I miscarried and I'm making sure that it's completely out of my body, but thank you for asking. The thing that's crazy about that is that you would think that being in a fertility office, you know how emotional the roller coaster can be. And so I would never think that another patient would ask any type of question about that because like I have said in past videos, IVF is not a guarantee. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, it, it was crazy to me that she would even ask that I was there to find out if I was pregnant or not. I'm assuming she was, <laughs> which is why she was probably so excited and giddy. And like, listen, I've been there before. I was really excited during my first blood draw, during my second one. My second one, I knew I was pregnant and that's why I was excited, but I would have never turned to someone and said, are you here to find out if you're pregnant too? Um, because more than likely there were other people in the room the day that I found out I was pregnant who found out that they had lost the baby and were just testing the HCG out. So I just thought it was super, I, I'm sure she was very excited. It may have been her first blood draw ever and she probably knew she was pregnant like I had known a few weeks before that. I just think it was so out of line to turn to another patient in that specific office and ask if I was pregnant because no, I wasn't. I was actually on the verge of tears the whole time I was there and I was, I knew I was miscarrying and she had asked me that and like, I don't know. I think it was just not her business why I was there. You would just think somebody going through the same thing would understand. It would never step over those boundaries, but that is something that happened and it was really, really really unfortunate. Um, and then of course, you know, I, I also had those experiences when other people would say, oh, it's just not your time or, you know, you just gotta be patient or, you know, I heard of someone who went through all these procedures and they ended up getting pregnant naturally and it's like good for her, but that's not me. You know what I mean? Like maybe that'll be me, maybe not, but it's toxic positivity. And the best thing, I'm going to end the video like this. The best thing you can say to somebody who's going through fertility treatments is to just say, I know I don't understand, but I'm here to listen. Because again, a lot of times when I would talk about things, it wasn't because I wanted advice. It was just because I needed to vent. It's a lot to go through. It's a lot to process. And so, yeah, I'm very fortunate that I didn't have a lot of people say anything negative to me. Um, I had so many amazing people reach out to me when I did my first cycle and that failed and even more people who reached out to me. I mean, just long loving messages after I had my miscarriage and I'm so grateful for those of you who did. Um, you really get to see like people who really care about you when you go through something like that. And so that was really, really nice. And I'm so thankful for all the love and support that I got. And so I'd like to end this podcast here. Thank you guys so much again for supporting this and listening and make sure to share this video with people going through this, people who don't quite understand infertility. Maybe this will help somebody learn in the future. Thank you guys so much again for listening and I'll see you next time.